everyone and welcome to another episode of the Rivers Post. I'm Lex. And I'm T. And today I had a couple different topics that I've kind of gathered over the last two weeks. But my icebreaker for today is I seen something on relationship boosters on Instagram. I follow all these different relationship. Yeah. Shut up. Anyway, so they said the hardest part about a relationship is someone being there to hold you accountable for the things you didn't realize you was doing. You think that's true? Um, no. You don't think that's true? No. Why not? Because you can hold somebody accountable. Don't mean they're gonna listen to listen to you. We're living proof of that. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so that person could not care what you say or what you do anyway. So, man. So, what do you think is the hardest part of a relationship? Um, being on the same page. Okay, so, basically, relationships are two opposite people that attract are attracted to one another. So, how do you, how does that work in a relationship to be on the same page? I mean, trying to make that person see eye to eye with each other, I mean, you can't be um at eye. You always gonna have a conflict or argument about something if one person just don't agree with nothing the other person say or do. Okay, I feel like I sound like a man on this episode because my voice is going. Probably do. Shut the fuck up. It's, <laughs> it's a little deep. It's been out there for the last couple of days, and I've been sucking on throat lozenges. No. Okay. Um. If you had it your way, what would be your ideal relationship? Or what would be something that you want me to change in our relationship? Didn't we already go through this? Yeah, but I want to know again. <laughs> Don't do me like that. Oh. I don't know. Your communication skills are still bad. I feel like I'm getting better. No, that's definitely not getting better. I thought I was getting better. Not getting better at all. You're an asshole. I communicate. No. What you want to communicate about the stuff that's really important and stuff you really don't communicate. But we both agree that we don't want to worry each other with nothing. So I think that's why we keep a lot of things to ourselves. But how would that work if we find out later on down the line? I don't know. We we just have to cross that bridge when we get there. Well, then you want to cross it while you're there? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um. So. We're going to speak on kids, and if you have anything else you want to talk about today, we can include that in there as well. But Dang, so I'm just, just a co-host. Well, go along with the flow, huh? <laughs> I asked you, did you have a topic? You said no. You have a topic? No. You no, going to think about one? Since thing, man. You know what? Are you going to think about one? Yeah, sure. I feel like you lying to me. Okay, so I see it on the shade room. It said, it's not about homosexuality or heterosexuality. It said, stop promoting sexuality to our kids, period. Let kids be kids. That was the statement in the shade room. How do you feel about that statement? I feel it's true. I mean, but also you can't. You got to look at the parents, too, because you got to be able to monitor what your kids are listening to and watch on TV. I mean, you could put parental controls on everything, so you can't really blame anybody from showing your kids all these 
homosexual or heterosexual things are gone. But, okay. So what I got from that statement was, you remember back in, in our day where sexual stuff only came on at night, right? And the LGBT and gays and trans and all that stuff was kind of like, it was minimal. Like, you didn't see a lot of that stuff on television, right? But you can't not turn on an episode of anything, cartoons, regular TV, the news, anything, without someone promoting homosexuality. So, how do, I mean, how do well, you feel about... How, and that's how they want it? I mean, people fought for... I've seen a lot... Well, personally, I've seen something... I think it was on Instagram with the Senior Hall show back in the day. And the guy asked Senior Hall, why you don't have any gays on here? And this is back here in what, the early 90s? Mm hmm. And uh, <laughs> so that's, they want to be more involved in television and stuff. So that's what they were fought for. And now they're getting that chance. And So, not for them, but how do you feel about that? As far as like kids seeing it, because well, now say, that go back to your parents. You gotta, you know what's gonna possibly be on these shows and stuff. So you gotta put a parental guide on what your kids are watching and listening to. You're not gonna be able to stop it. All it is is now it's getting bigger and bigger. So basically, you can't stop it. So all you gotta do is you gotta grow up and be more of a parent to what your kids are listening to or watching. Okay, so. Okay. Do you think that it should be like a common ground as far as what they show on television? Because my thing is now is it's television is being catered more to to the trans, to the LGBT community, you know, to that that particular group no more. You don't really see too many straight people on T V anymore. So, do you feel like we're promoting it too much? Like, I mean, I don't think I want... you're promoting it too much. I mean, it's they're more out in the open now. Back then, I think it was more everybody's in the closet. You didn't know who was gay, who was straight. But now, they're with them being more open about their sexuality, I think they're coming out more with it. Like you got more directors that's probably gay or whatnot, and they don't mind putting it in there now because they know everybody knows that they, what they sexuality is. By then, they probably were scared to put an episode of somebody gay in it, and then they'd be questioned and for so on and so on. So I guess. Right now, but they're more open today with it. Okay, so me being the person that I am, this is my opinion about it. And I've said it several times on the show, and I'll say it several times out loud, that I like women. I consider myself to be bisexual. But at the same time, I feel like we don't have any kids' shows now. It's more... Even on the cartoons, it's not a kid's show. Because at some point, someone's going to be gay. You know? With me, I kind of agree with 
the last part of that comment. I mean, we gotta let our kids be kids. Like, I mean, I think it's kids shows with without all of that. I mean, it's but what's the kids like today? What are they watching? What's the most popular ones they're watching? I mean, I'm pretty sure you could turn on different. You got cars. I don't see no gay cars going running around. I mean. You got um, Toy Story. It wasn't gay Toy Story. Nobody gay in Toy Story. I mean, it's certain stuff out there that's strictly just keep it simple. Hmm. But it's also cartoons that are most popular, like Family Guy or The Cleveland Show and stuff like that. Well, they don't mind putting in it, having all these um, sexual experiences in it. Hmm. So you okay with it? What you mean? Uh, doesn't mean I'm okay with it, but like I say, you can't. You not can't control it. No, we can't control it. I mean, we can, but we can't. But I don't know. I just don't. I I, don't I, mean I have to like it. I mean, it's just something. I mean, you just have to monitor your kids and what they're looking at. Hmm. Interesting. I was trying to look up something else because it came across my mind. But, yeah. But, um, okay, so kids and religions. How do you feel about that? And can I say something first? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, a couple weeks ago, your mom had TJ and Tazaria for us when we went to the football game. Yeah. And when we came back that day, or late on that day, Tazaria made a comment. Well, no, not Tazaria. Your mom said that. Tazari told me that y'all don't talk about God in your house, right? And I kind of got upset with Tazaria, but I sat there and I had to realize I don't think I think I don't think it was more so Tazaria versus more so your mom. And I talked to your sister about this, and she kind of agreed with me because you know when Zari gets over there with your mom, if your mom suggests suggests it, she kind of got goes along with the flow. So, I think she might have been talking about, okay, about praying or whatever the case may be. And then Tazari was like, you know, we don't say our prayers or whatever. You know, something like that or whatever. I think the way your mom delivered to me might not have been where the conversation had, had, had happened or whatever. So, how do you feel about kids and religion? Like, do you, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? For me, I grew up, didn't go to church too much, but we did, we did, we did go. I mean, we didn't go every Sunday like some kids do. Some parents had their kids doing, but I think to have God in your life, I mean, and to teach your kids about him, I mean, I think it's important that they know who he is, Um, but, and, but when they get older, I mean, it's up to them if they going to carry that on in their life or go another route. So, like, go ahead. Like it's so many religions and stuff out there that, like when I grew up, only heard about Jesus and the Bible. Now, as I got older, I started learning about all these other religions and stuff. And... 
and I'm not saying all these other religions is wrong, but for me, I felt that it was more of the whole Baptist thing or going to church every Sundays and stuff that was more comfortable for me. So, hmm. I think it's um it's good to have your kids um knowing about them, not knowing different religions and stuff, and whatever they decide to do with their life or whatnot, how they raise their kids. I mean, so my thoughts on that is we. I don't know your religion conversations with the kids but I know I talk to them about God I know we're not avid church going people in our house but they know about God you know because Tazaria made a comment when grandma passed away that day when you brought them here brought them to the nursing home this year she was like grandma wanted to go be with the angels who told you that and she was like no I just know. I said, okay. We hadn't told her that grandma had passed or none of that. So, you know, I ain't she knows about God or whatever. But, like I told your sister, I said, I just don't, I don't know the conversation. But if the conversation's been going like I, like I thought it went with your mom and Tazaria, then I don't like it. I don't feel like we should. Be, kids know what you know. Period. You know? So I don't want to promote one single religion with them. And that may not be the religion that they go with when they get older. And I don't want to promote. I don't want to be all in their face like rah, rah, rah. God this, God that, God. You know. Because that may not be the path that they choose. You know. Like I said, we, I pray. It might not. But at the same time, you want to give them something to learn about. If this is your religion. I mean, I'm going to give them, tell them, just like being a parent, I'm going to tell them what I believe in, um, teach them what stuff I believe in. Now, if they, like I said, if they go on when they're grown or whatnot to learn about something else, because I don't know about too much about other religions. I know they're out there, but I don't know too much about them. So, the one that I do know about, I'm going to teach them as much as I can about it. So, what do you consider yourself a Baptist or a Catholic? Baptist. Your mom considers herself to be a Catholic, though. Yeah. Because my mom grew up and basically she went to Catholic school and stuff like that. But my dad also a Baptist. You see, my mom, don't, that's how we grew up was, was Baptist. Like, we knew it was other religions out there, but I mean... I've tried other different, you know, I won't say I tried, but, you know, I went to other different different churches and stuff or whatever, but I just feel like Baptist is just my thing, you know? But I don't want to, I don't want them, my thing is, I can't teach them how to be a good Christian, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm trying to figure out how I should say it. I don't want to teach them something that they really, really don't understand or whatever. Even with me being 33 years old, I don't really understand everything, you know? So I can only teach them what I know. But I just don't think 
I don't know. I just like they they know the little prayer. I said the same prayer my whole life or whatever. They know about it or whatever. I can't make them pray per se, but I've have taught them prayers that they can you know. And I buy little devotional books and stuff for them and everything. Whether or not they read it, I don't know. But but at the same time, I know it's far off or whatnot. But but um, but don't you have rules in your house? Mm-hmm. Okay, now who's to say that? What if your child come to you and say, "Well, mom, I don't believe in giving kids rules." What would you tell them? Okay, so okay. <laughs> you said you don't want to force them into a religion and stuff, but but you would rather force them with rules because they are living with you in your house. So what's the difference between them forcing you forcing some kind of rule about going to bed or coming in your house or playing and doing this than trying to force something that you believe in in religion? Okay, so because maybe they grow up say okay well my kids are not going to be I'm not going to be this way to my kids because like I say me and my dad was told we are totally different when it comes to parenting he did he was way disciplined than to us than what I am to my kids now what he did to us I'm like okay I'm not going to yell at my kids okay go take a nap that much that hell he that he did to us he was more of way. He was a way of a disciplinary. I don't blame. I don't fault him for that because it made you who you it are. It made me who I am, and I actually love. I respect him more for being there and doing that because he kept us out of a lot of stuff by doing that. But I chose a different route to raise my kids and to try to keep them out that same route that I stayed out of well i mean me growing up i got nothing but ass whoopings especially for my mouth i'm always getting in trouble but we don't i don't whoop them as much i mean tj's gonna be 13 and i can count on one hand how many times he's been spanked no i might go a little higher than that really i beat him i don't tighten him a couple of times oh well i don't don't hit him or whatever now he does have my mouth He's very, he's very slick at the mouth. So, I have, you know, if he said something, especially when it's been out in public, I have knocked the shit out of his ass real quick. But that's, that's my point, though, man. That's like, okay, it's used to believe in something that's, you could put that into your kid's mind to believe that, too. But, like you say, when they get older, that's up to them to choose their own route. But while they're in your house, and if you believe in a certain thing, if you believe in Jesus, okay, you're going to believe in Jesus, too. I feel you. <laughs> I mean, okay, so with both of us, do you feel like we, our rules as far as like school and church and religion and all this stuff, how do you feel, what do you feel about our rules? Do we, I don't I really think we have any rules, though. I mean, they're basic rules of a household. You're going to respect. You're going to respect your elders. I mean, you're going to do your chores. Any other responsibilities you got to do around the house, you're going to do. 
and whatnot. And um, basically it. My thing is, I know, like, okay, so when we go to church, we do make them go to church. Yeah. You know, but we we just don't go to church as often. I'll put it like this. We don't go to church as often as people would want us to go to church. Yeah. But, like my grandma always said, you know, you going to church ain't going to save my soul. You know? Yeah. I just, for me as a parent, I'm content with our rules as far as like religion goes and and how we teach them about God, you know? Yeah. Are you content with it? I'm content with it. I think they could learn more or whatnot. Like, I think, because the TJ was in uh, private school, was more yeah, church. Learned more about, about it than Zari has. Because he was in that settings for eight hours. Well, what, six hours a day for school mm-hmm. or whatnot? Six hours, five days a week. So, he's more knowledgeable than what she is right now. Because she never been to that type of private school or whatnot, that type of setting. But I will say that, even though they may not remember it, like, but wouldn't it, each, you know, for TJ and for Tazari, the first couple years of their life have been spent in the church, you know? And like I said, when I go to the little Bible store, they closed down my store, so I can't send my auntie no more stuff. But when I go to the little Bible store, and I pick them up different little devotionals or little illustrated books, you know, about God and and everybody else that was in the Bible. You know, I don't, I don't shy away from it. You know, yeah. but I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like people may have a problem with. But my thing is, these same people that are saying stuff about us not going to church or us not teaching our kids about kids and everything, I don't see them going to church either, you know? Mm-hmm. My thing is, I know I sin. I sin a lot. So I don't feel like... I don't want to... I don't want to contradict myself. I don't want to go to church and be like, oh, you know, praise the Lord this and praise the Lord that and everything. And I know... But I always have taught you... God knows you're going to sin. But you go to church to ask forgiveness for those sins. So that's what all this was taught. And that's what you can go in there and you know nobody's perfect. Your pastor sins. <laughs> not. He's not perfect. <laughs> okay, so let's jump on to that. As far as like these churches now, right? Do you think they're more about money or more about God? I'd say it's more of them are about money, and you got you got some out there that's about God. Like I don't think I don't feel like you need a big mega church, mega church, and a Mercedes Benz, a Bentley, and all these airplanes and stuff to teach the name of God or what you know what so the first church that I was ever exposed to right that we went through we went to like the first few years of our relationship whatever you used to go to church with me <clears throat> that church was small and 
whatever that money went for for the building fund did not get built it was given back to the community or whatever they had to go somewhere it would be by bus or by train i've never really seen our pastor fly too much unless it was out of his own pocket you know the congregation didn't pay for that he had the same few suits that you see him in with a different shirt or whatever you know he wasn't that he wanted to teach the word of god or whatever but these last couple churches that we've been to I see that they're more greed-stricken than trying to teach the word of the Lord. And I just feel like, I think that's what comes with me as far as like religion goes. It's like, we're going to these churches, but, I mean, they may be preaching, but they ain't living the word, you know, the word of the gospel. And I feel like they, they want more recruits so they can, I won't say recruits, but, you know, more people so they can get more money for their church. It's not doing anything for the community. Now, Elevate Life, I do see they that little truck be around here, every, you know, everywhere. I do see them give a, a lot back to the community. But when we were going to Spirit of Life, I just seen him, you know. He get up, do the thing, and Hopping up. He's showing his little Rolex and stuff. You know, they talking about their Mercedes Benz and all this other stuff. So, I just don't, I don't know. Like I say, like, I went to my sister's church. And I like the settings. It's small. It's not big. It's not fancy. But he gets to the point of what he's preaching about. Then he try to get you out there. And when church is over, I like about where he's out there greeting all everybody, shaking everybody's hand. Like, Thank you for coming. And basically, he knows most of everybody in that congregation. Oh yeah, because he got a small congregation. Yeah. Well, that's so, the same thing with with Elevate Life. They they weren't standing at the door, but they would walk through the crowds at the end of, yeah. in the service and you know talk to people. Like I say, that's why I mean, I don't think he's in it for, for the money. Uh, for money, yeah. What I guess is just seeing him one time. Now, like he's not a flashy guy. Like okay, that church been up there for a while, though, haven't it? Yeah, I think they can't. It's a uh it's another church they came from. I think it's just a smaller version. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. But yeah, I don't mind something like that. But if we got these big mega churches and thousand, fifteen hundred people a congregation or whatnot, I understand you trying to spread the word or whatnot. But make it your these people coming to hear you preach or whatnot, and they're giving you ties every week or whatnot. Get to know them or what. They should be able to come for you to, for anything. I shouldn't have to go through secondary and the first lady or the deacon board and it's just to get in contact with you and to set up a month, uh, meeting with you six months later. That's true. <laughs> like if I need help I should be able to call you I understand you have other members or whatnot. but if this is what I'm coming to you for I mean don't I don't want to feel like you blowing me off and I, I can't see the you to the next like you ain't never seen my face before like when I first when I come up to you I've been going to your church six or seven months and when I first when I finally get the chance to meet you, this oh, 
You just you just another member yeah, of the church. Another member. But I lost my whole train of thought. Um, but that's how most of these churches are now, anyway. So yeah. I mean, you think he'll remember your name? I'm bad with names. I remember faces though. Uh, I think so. I don't know if he no, because he just met me one time. I don't know if he remember. <laughs> but yep. No, but like I said, with with my sister and I seen how you and I, my cousin and stuff, and I'm like. We're the women though. That's different. You know. <laughs> so So, you know, they you know, they remember a woman's face and name before they remember a man's face and name, you know. Your sister said they do something where they highlight they spotlight different people businesses. And like when she told me that I instantly got nervous like I was actually standing in front of the church. I said, See, this is where my nerves come like every time I, every time I perform a wedding, I be nervous until like we get to their part where they say they vows, and that's when my nerves start to calm down. But at this point, I'm like, oh crap! I said you had it. I hadn't even got up there. No one has asked me to get up there yet. When you said it, my nerves instantly this it was shot to hell. But you heard the um, I'm not spaghetti. The Breakfast Club this past week with Lala Anthony. Um, I heard some of it. Did you hear her comments? what cheating someone said that was that was personal that was speaking from experience where i mean refresh me on what she said about that. so i pulled up the interview right and she said because you know Charlemagne's all with this whole black man don't cheat mm-hmm. yeah so she said guys are different guys are not as forgiving and she said she asked to Charlemagne, she said if your wife cheated on you that's a whole other story. You tell her you cheated on her and you want her to forgive you, but you tell her to get over it. So you're basically telling her to get over it. And then she also said, women are not given the same flexibility as a man. If you hear that a woman is married and that she has slept around, all of a sudden she's a hoe. She's a thought, etc., etc. When a man does it, it's like it's to be expected. I agree with her to a certain extent. I mean, I do blame a when man cheat. It's like okay, that's what they do. They cheat. Men look at women like their mothers. Our mothers are the perfect one that we see that we know we we know have in our back in our mind that okay our mama done did some things but we don't want to think about that <laughs> all in our eyes is all one our mother is the perfect woman but you know what you you would dish it <laughs> speaking of mothers you would dish it you would dish it but you don't you be like ugh like okay so like okay well, I don't know why your mother and my mother talk to me about their sexual adventures. See, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that either. <laughs> well, but they they but come to me. Open. I mean, if you wasn't an open person like that, I mean, I don't think they would come to you. But you're more open 
that you invite those conversations in. I did not invite those conversations. How do I invite those conversations? <laughs> what your mom said in Tennessee, y'all was playing. What, what was the question? She done was, I wish Lex was down here so I could answer. Because y'all ain't going to tell you me. Go, you gonna be, you ain't going to sugarcoat that. But you're going to let her know. No, okay, I and I, tr- else I try. Like, okay, I'm not for the talk. I tried. Like, so listen, so listen. Okay, so you know, a f- um, couple of Valentine's Day ago, you remember when I did the five senses for you, right? Mm-hmm. So when we came over, you know, on the side of town to visit your mom, I said I got to go to Adam and Eve because they had the the massage oil that I wanted, right? So she's like, "Oh, I'll go with you," and I was like, eh, "I don't know about that." But she wanted to go, so we drove a car. I kid you not. I hadn't even parked the car yet. Your mom was already hopping out the car. It's like a kid in the candy store, right? So we get in there. We get to the oil. Because I was only going in there for that one thing. So the lady that works in there, she was like, you know, we got, this one's new. You know, you should try this one. You know, whatever. So your mom like, what is this? I said, it's massage oil. So the lady that works there, she looked at me and just kind of like walked off. I'm like, bitch, you ain't going to do your job. Like, I don't, this ain't my job. So your mom was talking some. It's massage oil. I said, yeah, they come, it comes in different flavors. Some have, you know, they warm up and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. So she was like, what are you using them for? You don't want you don't want to know what I'm using it for. I just know it's massage oil. She told me something. What's you using it for? Yeah. I don't, I mean, no, I'm good. So she asked me again. I said, all right, I'm going to be honest with you. See, there you go. I get, look, I gave her two times to be out, right? She already know my mouth is reckless. Nope, you so gave her a false she said, Nope, I'm not going to give you a false See, You asked me. Yeah, now you're going to invite her in. <laughs> so it's not, she's letting you let her know. She's, Anybody else going to give you a false illusion? Well, I'm, I'm going to sugarcoat it. Nope. <laughs> she said, what are you using it for? And well, I said. I don't want her thinking what I do. <laughs> no, listen. She's, I said, I'm going to put it on your, on your son's penis. He like, for his dick to be sucked. So she said. I don't suck dick. I said, teach his own. I mean, it's not that bad. You know, whatever. So I walked off. The lady at the counter was laughing her ass off. But my mom, they, the thing about it is, even when I don't invite the conversation, they still feel like they could talk to me about that. Because me and my mom could be talking about anything else, and then she'll veer off like, hey, I want to tell you about this, that, and the third. I'm like, I just don't understand how we got on this road. Like, what turn did we take, and how can we hit a U-turn? This is nasty. Hey, you invited it. I did not invite it in. Hey, speaking of pastors, though, Pastor David E. Wilson, the pastor that's been in the social media news and news, Mr. Man was cheap. First pastor to eat some eat Eat some some twat. I I mean, we blowing it way out of proportion. You think we blowing it out of proportion? (laughs) Yeah. So look, I got on Facebook and he's like, the pastor is the pastor. I'm like, what pastor? Like, you know, what didn't happen? So, I just, I don't, I don't know. It didn't look like he was doing a very great job, but, I mean, who am I to say, you know, I don't. I don't see a big deal about it. I mean, once I find, like I say, I seen the whole pastor all down the timeline on Facebook, and I, when I figured out what, you, what everybody was talking about, I'm like, okay. Why is this a big deal? You think so? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, niggas eat cooch every day, B. You so stupid. <laughs> What's the big deal about this? Because he's a pastor? Maybe. No, I just said. It wasn't pastor his wife. Sand too. <laughs> pastor too. I mean. I, um. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Tavares. Listen. So. 
back to the Lala Anthony stuff. How do you um? You say you agree with her somewhat. Yeah, like I say, like I say, we men's do expect women to forgive them, and hey, we did it. Damn, get over it. Boom. But as a man, you know I'm saying we get cheated on. We're more hurt, like I say, because we see you in a different light. We don't see you like we see ourselves. That's <laughs> I mean, stupid, though. That may be stupid. But I mean, it's it's either. it's not stupid, but it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't know. It's just like most men know they ain't shit. But we don't expect the woman that we get with don't be <laughs> like damn. You can't have two ain't shit people in a relationship. <laughs> that sucks. Why can't two ain't shit people need to be together? No, cause that's how STD star. Mm mm. Mm mm. I don't think so. No, I mean. But like I say, man, we just, like I say, we look at all, all women just like we look at our mom. You can't go around and say something like, oh, well, go around and call, go to a dude and say, hey, man, your mama's a hoe, mama's a thought. Nigga ready to beat your ass if you say something like that about his mama. Even though you, <laughs> even, even though, though she made. True. <laughs> <laughs> mama be the biggest thought in the world. But you go to a nigga and say, man, your mama a thought out here, man. <laughs> man gonna be ready to beat your ass mm. <laughs> I don't know man it's just I, don't know. I think two ain't shit people could be together I'm just mm. I'm just saying you know they kind of deserve to get each other mm. no they probably do yeah but they ain't gonna laugh <laughs> you stupid okay so did you see where um Sass um was it Scrap Daily, Daily, whatever his name is, from Love and Hip Hop? His brother in the That long, that money from Love and Hip Hop ain't long, man. So, you know, that's all I got to say about Well, Sass was barely on there, so. <laughs> I don't know. They do a lot of flogging on that slope, man. They ain't really got them big houses that they be portraying. And <laughs> if you out here trying to pimp these underage girls, that's. He was selling them. He was selling them. I don't know. I just don't. I just. You don't really hear too much about him. And I'm like, that would be the one thing that I thought I wouldn't hear about him. Why? I'm not shocked about it. Really? No. Why? I mean, I guess I don't know their background like that. So, you know. Let's say he don't been in jail before. I mean, he don't call drug charges. I mean, that's what I thought he would have been going down for, not... You never know. Like, you got... When you, especially in the streets like that, you know all type of people. Like, you say, you know pimps and all this. So, of course, you. I'm like, you see this dude getting money with the game. He probably don't say something to his ear. Like, hey, man, we could get, make a lot of money doing this. Mm. Yeah, the weed game kind of slow, man. Let's go ahead and try it. What? <laughs> you know, Dope gang running kind of low, man. Edibles are getting, they could have gotten to edibles. Oh my god, there's so many other places that they could have did. Okay, so let's but talk. You know, what you guys saying like pimp, it's uh, you really with drugs. You know what I'm saying you all over the town, 
basically you just getting a group of girls and sitting nowhere of them, and they just paying the money back to you. You not doing too much work. Damn. So you lazy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Okay, so let's talk sports. Jalen Ramsey. Leave my boy out of this now. I'm just asking your opinion. <laughs> damn. <laughs> well, damn. No, you're not gonna comment on it. What? What about Jalen? How do you feel about this this trade? I think it's good for him. I mean, if he wasn't happier, I mean, that's something that. If I'm not happy playing for this team, how can I get my best performance every Sunday? It's because we're losers. Good morning, Cesaria. Hi, awesome Kate. But that's what go in the team. I mean. If you're not happy, New England Patriots, if you're not happy with the coach or the, or the front office, I mean, just because we win it, don't mean I'm happy about it. I'm happy where I'm at. So you think he left That's just, more because he was unhappy or more yeah, because even, they were losing? He said, it. He said it, just, it had nothing to do with the city and nothing to do with the team itself. Cause it was the, more of the front office. That he, he's not getting along with. He was a Florida State player, wasn't he? Yeah. So. And you could look at what the past, like, Jaguars got rid of their best receiver, and Allen Robinson traded him. I didn't give him the best money, all with this whole this management staff that they got now, and I think they're not treating their stars like this their stars like Jalen is a big star probably the, one of the best top five that hands down cornerbacks in the NFL why wouldn't you treat this man like he's the top one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL hmm interesting of course I would want to go to where I'm being I'd be more appreciated did he get more money with that trade um, they haven't signed to the car. I think he got the old still like with the contract, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna give him a bit signing bonus after the season or whatnot. Is he playing in the game? Yeah. He uh, Sunday. I didn't I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Oh. Um, Florida State. How are you feeling about your, your symbols? Uh, it is what it is. I mean we're going through something right now. Okay, so let's start from this. How do you feel about Willie? I think Willie's a nice guy. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he's a nice guy, but he got he haven't shown me that he can win yet. And I understand that he's inherited a lot with this team, but games that he should be winning three or four touchdowns by, you're barely escaping with it. You're barely winning it. Some, well, somebody said win, that, that Jimbo loved a a big mess he for did. him to clean up. He did leave a big so, do mess. you think? But so, how long has Willie been the coach? Uh, last two years, three years. Two years. Do so you don't think that this year should have been like a turnaround year, or I mean, this year should have been better than last year, on which you brought in another coach to run your offense. So, with you bringing in another coach, your offense should be producing better, which they are. But then again, your defense fall off. Okay, so something is going on that, okay, 
the players, the type of players that you have at your program, you should not be three and four. You should not be losing, barely beating uh, a Division two school when you still got four, five star, three star players on your team. When a div Division two team got one star players, and you going toe to toe with these this team. Hmm. I don't know, cause I'm gonna be honest with you. I ain't seen the last three or four games. I've been falling asleep, but I can always gauge your gauge if they lost or won by your reaction, you know, the next day or whatever. But my thing is, I just I don't know. Like, how many? What? What? Okay, Bobby Bowden's history, right? He someone said that he didn't win his first few no. years. Well, Bobby came in. Florida State was just starting. Just uh, Bobby was uh, old as hell. School, wasn't known for a big football program. Bobby came in and changed that whole thing. Like when Willie came in, Florida State was already established as a top-notch program. Bobby came into a program that's not really known for football. Hmm. So when Bobby came in, Bobby changed that whole scenario with that. But with the Tiger, even though you inherit a mess, you got to be able to now, now you looking like you might be over your head with it. Because now you got to be able, the games that you should be winning, you need to win those. Hmm. I don't like, know. It's, last year, okay, you had a lot of players and I understand he still got to get, a lot of these players are still Jumbo Fisher players. So they became in to run an offense that Jumbo Fisher would run. Willie Taggart is bringing in players that fits his offense. So what's the difference between the two? Like, is it good or bad? Or, I mean... Jumbo had a more of a slower pace, eye formation, handoff, throw the ball downfield type offense. The quarterback is not meant to run in Jumbo offense. His quarterback is meant to throw the ball, throw the ball or hand it off to the running back. Willie runs an option. His quarterback got to be able to throw, hand it off, and run. So, I'm, how does... So, if he cannot... If you have a quarterback, more of a pocket passing quarterback, he's maybe not going to be as successful as a more mobile quarterback in Willie Tanker offense. Mm-hmm. If you're not willing to take off and run or really to fake a handoff and go around the other way with the ball, you're not going to really be successful in it. Because everything you're going to do, we've seen the last year with DeAndre Francois, all he wanted to do was hand the ball off because he wasn't, even though he could run, Where the hell is he, he at? didn't want to run with the ball like that. Where the hell is he at? He's at, I think, Hampton or something like that. Hmm. I didn't hear no more about him after, you know. Yeah, he's still playing. Like I said, you got to get your own players in. 
Hmm. And that thing, with time, I like I say, I would give him three to four years to. But they talking about firing him, so how he gonna get to three to four years? I mean, they can't fire him. They can't fire him. If they fire him now. They will owe him, I think, like thirty, forty million. Should I be trying to get fired? Fuck that. <laughs> Man. Come to work, not doing shit oh, every week. Like that's nigga, this run, this run. Look, that's not gonna be this a run. This no run. How much did Jimbo get when he switched? Well, Jimbo basically, Jimbo didn't get fired. He quit. I know he didn't give a fuck the whole but first Jimbo, season, first part of the season. Jimbo took a bigger check, and the team gave him like a seventy million dollar contract or whatnot. Jimbo. Look, Jimbo, Jimbo came. Look, Jimbo came in like nigga. If y'all win, y'all win. If y'all don't, oh fucking well, bro. Mm. Like that's how he was. Like he didn't give a shit. He was not. He was not emotional about it. He didn't give a fuck about it. They saying that okay, and I understand too. When his whole marriage went down the drain, I think he really lost his whole feeling for the program too. Why did he get a divorce? I don't know shit. That's they personal business. But you see him nosy? Like, what? <laughs> you need to call him and that's on that. But I seen it like when he's him and his wife split, that's when his, the program really started deteriorating. I think he needed a new scenery. Look, I'm trying to figure this out. Look, I want to know. Um, I don't know how to spell. That's what the fuck is wrong with me. Um, so, you think they're going to pull it off at some point? I think they'll eventually get it together. The man just needs time, though. But right now, he's not showing me that. This He's showing me that this stage might be a little too big for him. Really? He came from, what's that team? The, the Ducks? Oregon. Yeah, my cousin's a fan of them. He was going there for one year. I wish he finished like 7 and 5, 8 and 5, 8 and 4, something like that. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. You have faith in your boys? I'm always have faith in them. I'm not a bandwagon fan. Okay. That's still always gonna be in my school. We go zero and eleven. What? My that's still gonna be. I'm still gonna rock a Florida State jersey. Okay. <laughs> All right. Look, you still rocking with them for me to pay out that money for them tickets or no? Um, I wasn't even really planning on going because I that wasn't a really good game that I was planning to go to. I didn't see a game that last. Well, that caught my eye that I want to go to see this year. Mm. Like Miami, Florida State Miami was always good, but Miami don't have nothing either, so. <laughs> but damn. Hey, they were married for 22 years, and she had a number of allegedly extramarital affairs. That's why they divorced. I just felt like I should throw that out there. Okay, I don't see you gonna look it up. Right? Yeah, I had to look it up. Like I really want to know what they, you know, what they divorced for, for him to make his team suck like that, you know. But I got a question. Okay, it was something I seen on. I think it was Facebook. It was Facebook or Instagram. I don't know. You got to start screenshotting your shit. But, hey, give me your phone real quick. It was something in your phone that I screenshot the other day. But um. The girl uh, wrote on Instagram that she just had sex with a guy, and 
they lost the condom. Where did she lose the condom at? She didn't find the condom to two days later. It was stuck inside her. Stuck inside her. I'm trying to figure out how is that possible for you being a female. How is that even possible? It is. I mean, I've never had one stuck all the way up me, but... I'm like, you don't went to the bathroom, you don't pee, then nothing. And after two days later, you finally get it out. She like, she stuck a finger afterwards. They finished. Both of them looking for the condom, like, what happened to the condom? And they didn't see it anywhere. She said she stuck her fingers up her and they didn't feel anything. All of a sudden, two days later, voila, like a baby don't appear, like. <laughs> like I've not had one like like that. I've had one, you know, where you could pull it out, but not one. So I kind of actually have came off in you. Yeah. Okay, cause maybe I wear condoms that fit me. <laughs> so I never but I mean, it. I don't know. I've not had it happen like all the time, but it's it's been once or twice where you know you. You get super wet and some shit. I don't know. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> I just know it can't happen. I don't know what the fuck. Why it was all the way up, and she was re- she was delivering it like a baby. I don't know what kind of wall she had. I can't really speak for her vagina itself, you know. But I'm just saying it it could be there where it could you know you could pull it out right then. So because I was thinking about it, I'm I'm. Thinking about the whole scenario, I'm like, this nigga pounded, just kept pounding the way, caught him off. He don't push the way down, down there by her stomach, and he's still pounding. So basically, he's raw now. <laughs> well, we, when did got, the, it depends on when did the condom come off, or I mean, he uh, might not have been raw for a second. Because if for her to get for her to get stuck like that, way up and down, I'm pretty sure he pound, he been pounding for a while. <laughs> That's horrible. I'm gonna be honest with you. And so I know he nutted in it because he didn't know it was off until he probably pulled out. <laughs> That's horrible. Okay, so I screenshot some stuff in your in your phone for me to review. Uh, talk about. So um, Dale Hughley posted a link, and it says, "The more chores a husband does, the more likely the marriage will end in divorce." What are your thoughts on that? I'm hungry. Oh no, I mean, I never really had no issue with that. I mean, the woman just sitting around doing nothing, just looking at him. I mean, pretty sure it's going to end in divorce. No. If I'm working, doing chores, doing the laundry, cooking, it, and you basically sitting on the table, sitting on the um, sofa eating bonbons. I mean, <laughs> bonbons are nasty. <laughs> I used to watch Married with Children. I was like, you know, I'm going to give me some bum bun. I got so this shit sucks. Why did she eat this? This is horrible. Okay, so another one said, you remember that one you showed me? Um, And her um, her Instagram name is I Don't Have a Son. And she said it's the feelings that she wears. So I guess the guy posted, she said me and our son have Tried to call you exactly 27 times since last night, and you ignore every call. I get on here, and you posting pictures trying to show off your freckles. Our son is at the hospital right now, but you are a you are at a Mary's man house again. I wish I never fucking met you. So she replied back, I don't have a son on the weekends. Who do you think is wrong? Well, 
She is. I mean, she's talking about she don't have a son on the weekend. Are they not together? But I'm pretty oh, sure. They're, they're not together. together. Yeah. Obviously. But if, if the weekend, well, okay. If the weekend is his time, That's I feel it. like she don't have a son. But if he was in the hospital, then. It's like doing the way, okay, when you have your son during the week. So you intend and you can call your, the father for nothing. Stuff happened during the weekend. Now, if he come up and say, "Oh, I only have, I only be, I'm only a father on Saturdays and Sundays," then he'd be wrong. He'd be wrong. Because you can't tell me you have this child five days a week and you don't need nothing from him. Like she said, I don't have a son on the weekends, bro. <laughs> but your child is in the hospital right now. But you laying up, you're at a layup. Then worry about your child. She said it's nothing major. Be everybody go to the hospital. She know it's nothing major. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it has to be major. He called her 27 fucking times. <laughs> so it could be like, okay. Oh, dad, my side hurting. Okay. Well, I'm supposed to take him to the hospital. He said side hurting. Then turn out, okay, well, they found something serious in his side. His appendix about to bust. I'm pretty sure that's something serious now. Why didn't he lead with that though? <laughs> like I'm not blaming him, and I'm not. I'm blaming her. But hey, why call and she annoying you? She gonna see a text message. Why didn't you text her? Maybe he did text her and say, "Hey, he should put that in the post." Should put that in the post, bro. I gotta know all the details. I gotta know all the details. He should have put that in. His, he should have put that in there. You know, I called twenty seven times. I texted you thirteen times. You ain't but it's probably like you say. He probably say, okay, he probably didn't really hit him to uh, this bitch posting on Instagram. But her little freckles showing. Okay, so I got I got a question though. <laughs> so with that being said, like do you think maybe well, regardless of the okay Regardless of the fight, I mean, the, your son on the way to the hospital. Okay, yeah. What you gonna do? Listen, <laughs> so the, it doesn't take away from the fact that the baby may be in the hospital, right? But my thing is, you think he may be salty because she's talking you at another married man's house. So, it seems like he's throwing a little salt, well, little shade yeah, her way. all types of jabs and stuff because, nigga, I'm at this hospital with our child and you laying up. <laughs> what? nigga, what's more important to your life right now? Are you saying that's how he's making it or are you just saying that maybe... He's pissed because she ain't laid up with him. I think his, I don't think he's pissed that he's she's not. I don't think he really give a damn but what does she do in her personal time. He seems to. But hey, you gotta speak the truth out like a nigga. <laughs> this is what you doing right now? <laughs> Cause I bet, I'm pretty sure if he was with it was the other way around. Oh, he could be all types of dogs and. Dead be dead or whatnot. But that goes back to our original statement with Lala. You know, men are subjected to that's their title. You know, they ain't shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when a woman does it, it's all hell on earth. Yeah. But she's like I said, we a man grew up with the mindset. We ain't shit anyway. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's I mean, that's most females always grew up to I want to be submissive. To deal, 
the boyfriend. I want to have the boyfriend and be with this one guy. That I oh, I'm dating the captain of the football team. That's good. I love him. And until this nigga cheat on you, then all right, this you don't your heart now. This all bastard. Niggas, all dudes ain't shit. Now you, I'm a, I'm gonna go out there and be a hoe myself. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> this ain't. But never a dude always grew up to like, okay, damn, she's fine, she's fine. I fuck her, her, damn, which one I want? <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> oh, she's giving it up. Oh shit, <laughs> go to her. <laughs> diseases get passed. <laughs> Condoms get lost and shit. That's just nasty. Now you. But girls, I mean, they always had this growing up. Oh, I want this beautiful wedding. Oh, this is my high school sweetheart, and I loved him. And I didn't want a wedding. <laughs> Did that piss you off? That I didn't want a wedding. No, it didn't piss me off. I didn't want a wedding. I just felt like I could have used this money for something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of going to my best friend's wedding and seeing that like. I could do something. I don't want to spend the money, but it's nice to have. For me, <laughs> for me, it's nice to have something to remember. I get that. I mean, I, re- I want to redo our vows because all my pictures had me and my fucking sunglasses on, but I, told you what I didn't have my contacts in. I thought I packed them. But um, my thing is. I do over the top parties. Like I don't want to plan this wedding and then it's gonna be over the top. And then we're gonna yeah, spend all this money on this I wedding. Hope you have some over the top money. Shut the fuck up. Parties, way way cheaper than a wedding. Not the parties <laughs> I throw. Well, not the parties I throw. <laughs> I don't know. You got anything else for us? Nah, that was it. I'm hungry. And apparently, I'm sleepy, y'all. Sorry. My bad. Um, TJ getting better with homeschool. He's taking a nap now. True. Me too. I'm out of here, y'all. You finna take a nap? Yep. You an asshole. Anyway, so that's been our show for today. Um, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, little feedback, all that good stuff, y'all can hit us up via email at theriverspost at gmail.com or on Twitter and Instagram. By searching the Rivers Post. That is our name. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Shut up. Um, as I said, <laughs> this has been our episode, and we'll see y'all in another two weeks. We'll holler.